G'day, mates. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Guitar Wank podcast. This is 20... What is it? 207. 207 episodes of Guitar Wank. The uh, hours of your life you'll never get back. How are we all doing out there, man? This is some crazy-ass times. Crazy shit. Man, every day I wake up and you're like, whoa... It's like Groundhog Day Nightmare times 10. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I th- I'm starting to feel like we're all starting to get a little cabin fever going on, you know. It's tough, man. Um, I'm sure people can relate, especially if they've got kids, young kids, because <laughs> they're like, what's going on? I want to see my friends. They don't get it. Um, and you've got to entertain them. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of shit we're all going through. You might be dealing with your own stuff. You might be on your own. You might be uh, stuck with the missus. It gets a little uh, crazy after a while. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. And um, you watch the news and you see how many people are dying every day. And you're like... It just doesn't seem real, and it doesn't get real unless you're personally affected. Like, if you know someone, or you, you may have the sickness yourself, whatever's going on, it's an, a, just a crazy time. So, I hope these guitar wanks can uh, get you through, help. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> I've been trying to keep myself busy, been uh, working out a lot. Trying to play as much guitar as possible. Um, Universal Audio released their new platform, Luna, so I've been trying to learn that. Um, still working on the thumb picking. Uh, recommend checking out Mr. Tom Bookervac on his YouTube channel, Homeschooling. That's been amazing. <laughs> I feel like the man does. He shows you how to do it. He's doing it the right way. So, um, big shout out to Tom Bukovac and his episodes on YouTube. I love him. I'm a big fan. Uh, been a fan of Tom's for quite a while, but yeah, it's really cool that he's doing that. So, go check out that. Go say good day to Tom from uh, Guitar Wank. He's he's kicking ass on there. He's got a lot of good, a lot of good advice and yeah man with lots of experience. It's really cool. What else is going on? Um, wow, man. That's it. Uh, for all those people that are in parts of the world where the weather isn't that great, that's got to really, really suck because uh, at least in Los Angeles here, we, uh, we're getting some, well, some half-decent weather. Uh, we're not dealing with being stuck inside all the time, so I can only imagine how harder it is place in the world where the weather sucks and it doesn't want to make you go outside so um yeah it's easy to get a little crazy i think that's very normal i know bruce is dealing with crazy i haven't talked to scott so but i'm sure he's dealing with his own crazy we're all dealing with our own crazy and situation situations and the changing uh the news the crazy people running the world fucking nuts man this shit is nuts so um (laughs) 
yeah, what are you going to do? I feel very lucky we have uh, guitars that we can pick up, or any instrument you can pick up and you can maybe disappear for a while. It's, I feel very lucky that we have that. Um, and then uh, if you're lucky enough to work, we've, I've been very blessed and lucky enough to keep working through a lot of this. I don't know how long that will last, but I've been busy, so that's been great too. So I feel very blessed and lucky. But if you're going through it out there, man, just hang tight, stay tough, and uh, and keep going. Just hang in there. We've got to get through this shit. So we can waste more of your life's hours with Guitar Wank. <laughs> Let's see if we can get up to 300 episodes. Will we make it or will the world end before that even happens? I don't know. Who's to say? I just wish I bought Amazon stock about four years ago. <laughs> that would have been a good move. Fuckers, Amazon. Man, that's a good business. Netflix. Damn, I should have bought Netflix. Damn it. I wanted to ages ago. I thought about it. Around 70 bucks, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this shit's going to take off. Oh! <laughs> Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Anyway. All right, so um, on this 2000, what, 2000? No, what is it? This 207 episode of Guitar Wank with Mr. Scotty Henderson and Mr. Brucey Foreman, we have uh, Adam Smalls on. You don't know who Adam is? Adam is the owner and runner of uh, My Music Masterclass, which is uh, an online learning uh, experience. For tons of different instruments and players and they got some amazing stuff over there so definitely go check it out mymusicmasterclass.com um, so we got Adam on I thought it was probably a good idea to do that a good idea to do that so uh, yeah so anyway sit back check that out and uh, we will all see you next week I know our releasing dates are all over the map at the moment just because life is all over the map so we were trying to increase them but it just man the days are just bleeding into each other I feel like they're going quicker and slower at the same time I no idea but <laughs> ah anyway be safe out there stay healthy um, and stay well I hope everyone's doing alright it's, it's fucking nuts alright shut up McCubbin We'll see you all next week. Well, next episode. Hopefully. Alright. Stay safe. We're going to watch um, Parasite, finally. Oh, I'm dying to know what you think of that. Yeah, me too. I'm interested in it. 
I just watched 1917. Yeah, you told me the other day. It's good. You know, I, I, wasn't it was as good as saving, shaving Private Ryan's. Yeah, I had uh, a few people say it's in the same like level of saving Private Ryan. It wasn't. It was amazing, and it's it's got its own merit and everything. But it wasn't as that first scene scene in private, Saving Private Ryan is just yeah, that's, that's pretty just pretty incredible. You are on the beach with those boys. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a great movie. Really fantastic. Really well shot, cool. amazing movie. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. But I want to see Parasite. Yeah, yeah, I want to see. Um, I'm looking forward to the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what? Hold it, the Little Mermaid <laughs> Parasite. Seriously, I want to see the Little Mermaid because I've been reading about it. It looks amazing. So yeah, the Little Mermaid has a parasite. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because the the actress that plays Ariel is just ridiculously gorgeous um and who is going to be ursula it's a really good one. Oh, it's um melissa mccarthy plays ursula <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awesome what are you talking about yeah it's gonna be awesome damn well we're all uh we're all quarantined and stuff yeah um so let's see if we can get this guest on Okay. Get him. What's um? What's his handle? His handle is My Music Masterclass. Adam Small is his name. Masterclass. Oh, I have. He says he's in Los Angeles. Yeah, he used to. Now he's back in New York, though. Oh wow! I'm calling him. You better pick up. Well, he knows we're doing this. Adam? What up? Yo. There he is. Hey, Adam. Adam. Wow, that's what you look like. Adam, Adam's Uh, like... I always, always, with a voice like that, I thought you looked like Barry White or something, you know? Man, I'm fucking exhausted. Let me tell you. (laughs) Dude, he's, he's more professional than us. Yeah. So. Look at him. He's got a huge, big, like, you know, sports announcer's microphone, <laughs> headphones. It's an RA20, man. This is industry standard. Wow, man. Kick drums, too, and upright. Let me tell I'm you. industry substandard. <laughs> you, you call this an industry? <laughs> Wait, do you guys not have video on? Should I just do audio? No, yeah, we're just we're, we're audio. audio you can, you know, you can like keep your video at... on if you want no. to. And this is too revealing. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. Clo- you can take your clothes back off. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I look like... I mean, New York... I know LA's fucked up right now, but New York is like District 9, that movie, you know? Oh, my God. You guys have got it's aliens? The- it's it's basically we're basically quarantined off quarantined into alien land here. I mean, wow. it is unbelievable because I was talking to my friend the other day and they were saying, um, you know, they did Instacart or some kind of delivery service. We did Instacart. It took ten days for them to get here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we're there. You'll be there in a week. <laughs> yeah. We have 130,000 infected, and California has 13,000. So it's it's really crazy, man. But anyway. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, 
if you're not in it, you just got no idea, basically, well, right? You're you're in it, but I mean, like, you know, it's it's like worse here. I mean, and it, last week was better, so I'm just hoping it it halts. Like, I know Scott was saying, you know, like the warm weather thing, and I'm I'm hoping that that's true. I've heard that it's possible because I know that SARS kind of died that way. But um, fuck, man, I hope it dies. Well, yeah, we can all you do about- is hope right now. They don't know because it's a new virus, so the that it could die in the summer or not when nobody knows so i'm with you buddy it's it's i mean this is kind of a personal question adam but do you know you don't have to mention names of course but i mean do you know anybody personally that's that's gotten sick yeah you do man yeah. sorry man well our artists you know and um and they recovered but they were younger and um they said it was brutal you know Jeez. and um you know, I mean, I'm I'm healthy, you know, and 45, but I mean, I'm also asthmatic. You know what I mean? Like, if I get it, I'm in trouble. You know, I mean, it's the kind of thing where, I mean, I maybe not, but you you don't want to roll the dice. That's for sure. No way. Yeah. That's, yeah. Everybody probably feels like they've got a little something that's against them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, almost everybody has some kind of thing that's not right with them. I, you know, I'm hung. and Does wonder that... how that would play into, you know, if you caught it. Yeah. And it's just a drag here. I mean, a drag is an understatement. Um, or we're not on the air yet, right? <laughs> no, no, this is it. <laughs> so don't say it if you don't want anybody to hear it. That's fine. But um, I've got friends, um, you know, who have had to go into the hospital recently. And uh, it's uh, it's a bad time. Yeah. I mean, you for know, for not not for COVID. Do you know what I mean? Just had to go, and yeah. uh, there's no beds, so it's it's not a good time to have to go to a hospital. Right, and it's not a good time to be in a hospital anyway because you're more susceptible to be around people that have it. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, a lot of times when you have something wrong with you, the last place you want to be in is is in a hospital. But no, nothing good. Jesus Christ, everybody you wanna, did. Uh, you, Hey, Brucey, for, Brucey Henderson, if you want to edit it, you can go ahead and handle it. You know, you got a studio. <laughs> Wait, just nothing but time, guys. Nothing but time, right? Yeah, no, that was uh, we, we can keep all that, Scott. Yeah, because, I mean, there was some good stuff there. So, yeah. Well, Adam, thank you, man. That was a great episode. We really enjoyed it. <laughs> that was amazing. Man, that was easy. You guys are easy. We Another figured career we stop ruined. now. Be stop now before we get into trouble. So thank you, mate. That was fantastic. And we'll promote your website. Everyone have a good night. Yeah. There was no political talk or anything. This was an easy right. Uh Bruce, do you want to you do the intros? Okay, well, you, this is a post-intro sequel prequel. <laughs> and um sequel prequel, actually, you know, you can't even say that without your hands in your <laughs> below your belt. But um we'd like to in just just introduce and say thank you for coming on the show and ruining whatever career you had. Adam <laughs> Small, the, the brainchild, the entrepreneur who started my music masterclass, of which which I actually got a call from this kid kid who I thought was really uh, had something on the ball and, and convinced me who I, I hate the internet. I hate the idea of teaching when people aren't together. And he talked me into like doing it and inviting my friends like Scott and Larry Goldings and stuff. 
mm-hmm. to do shows with him. And he had the vision to obviously put together an amazing, amazing video complex of uh, music education and mentorship. And uh, Adam, I can't say thank you for talking me into it. That's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Small. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. This is a virtual audience of many. It's very, very riled up. I I love it. It's a virtual audience of three people. Well, I can accept that. But but they know know three dogs. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You guys hold a lot of weight, man. Um, No, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, this is... uh, I guess you'll edit some of that in, you know, uh, from the beginning. I didn't know that uh, we were recording, but you know what? It doesn't matter because I didn't say anything that weird. (laughs) No, (laughs) not not yet. The truth. You know, yeah, it was fine. The truth. truth That's sometimes the best stuff when you don't know you're being recorded (laughs) and you say stuff and it's it's good. It's important. That's that's how we've conducted our last 200 shows. (laughs) <laughs> it's like that Robert Durst uh, documentary where he had the lav microphone on and he was pissing and saying, I oh, killed them all. That's right. Oh. That was awesome. <laughs> or, the, or the famous uh, Leslie Nielsen in The Naked Gun when he was exactly. in the bathroom. <laughs> so, Adam, you're in, you're in New York. Whereabouts in New York are you? Um, I'm in Westchester now. Um, I lived in the city for a long, long time. And um, I'm happy to be in the suburbs right now because we have a small one he's almost four years old and uh, and this is a rough time we're all going through as a human species and uh it's nice to have a little room you know new york is a bit of a band-aid box you know mentality um i mean new york city it's it's tough um we're also we're not close from new york city so we're we we are populated you know this is a populated area it's not the sticks but at the same time it's uh you know, it's tougher in New York City. I mean, it's think about taking the subway. I mean, that's that's nerve wracking. Right yeah. Now. Oh you my know? God, I I can't imagine a lot of people would be doing it still, are they? Um, I don't think that a lot of people are doing it, but some people have to. Uh, right. I mean, if you're working at like, for instance, my my wife uh, runs eating disorder treatment facilities and their essential services. There's people that are residential. It's like rehab, you know, I mean, right. not, I mean, in terms of the fact that you stay there, right. um, some of them are residential, some of them are inpatient outpatient, but you know, those people still have to go to work. Nurses still have to go to work. And there's a lot of things that are still running. And, um, you know, there's not that many ways to get places. I guess you can take a cab and an Uber, but I don't know if that's better. Yeah, I guess. Right. Man, it's, yeah. It is scary. It is really scary. And if, I mean, it yeah. just, for me, for us here in Los Angeles, where we are, I mean, we're obviously staying home, but it's everything for me, nothing has changed too much because I work from home so much. But I turn right. on the TV and it feels like I'm watching just this movie in front of me and I'm not a part of it at the moment. And I, I choose to stay that way. I don't want to be a part of this. It's just I nuts. Am- yeah, I know. I'm with you. And, uh, you know, I've been talking to a lot of musicians and we're trying to help uh, get the word out for a lot of different products they're trying to push and their platforms, which I'm sure we'll talk about today, as well as, you know, doing the site and um, and dealing with a lot of a lot of issues. Um, You know, the 
the good thing about what my music masterclass does and what I've I've done with that site is that yeah we're online and we have a presence and we sell online videos and in theory that should still work and it does it totally works we're selling things in a market where it's difficult to sell anything right now yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time if no one has money or if people are freaked out about the economy you know of course everything is going to slow down unless you're a toilet paper company as you know Bruce or sanitizer right sanitizer uh, yeah there you go. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but you know, it's, we're still doing well. And, um, you know, people still haven't, it hasn't shit to bed. You know, people are still buying educational, um, videos. They're still wanting to learn in this time. Um, there's also a lot of other things that musicians need to do besides just practice, you know, I mean, and, um, you know, we can talk a lot about that today too. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of planning that has to go on, uh, I think, in in the musician world. And I know that Bruce has talked about uh, the way that musicians market themselves in terms of getting gigs and renting space. You know, um, he he's probably talked about it on this on this podcast too, um, about the fact that musicians are basically renting space when they're they're playing a venue, and why not rent your own space at your own cost? Well, you know, there's a lot of other things now. We're in this this uh, environment, which, yeah, we hope doesn't last too long. You know, there's a debate. Um, I personally think it's going to last a bit, and um, we got to buckle up a little bit. But at the same time, um, I think we'll get out of it, and it'll be not business as usual right away, but it will eventually get back to that point with stipulations. I mean, there'll be some things that change. Um but we have to figure out what the next step is and at least how to embrace the, what's happening now um, for the next time because there will be a next time, you know. I mean, in my eyes, there's going to be another virus or something, you know. I, and, and we have to figure out how to make money when the bottom falls out again. And I think that's important. Yeah, it's, um, it's a crazy time. Have you guys seen a... And I would imagine you guys have gone up in um, people watching and signing into My Music Masterclass. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely, I guess, kind of gone up. You know, it's been a little bit of uh, a spike. It's probably the same with ebooks, I would assume. Um, but again, our demographic is musicians. I mean, that's it. And it's pretty serious musicians. And they're the ones that are out of work, you know? I mean, the, the, the musicians with day jobs may be out of work, but they might have jobs. I, at this point, a lot of people don't have jobs. So I, I get it. You know, it's, it's pretty rough. Um, but the musicians are probably a little more standoffish to make big purchases. At the same time, they want to practice and they want to learn and they also want to support other musicians if they can. And to be honest, our shit is not that expensive, you know, especially since musicians of Scott and Bruce's caliber charge um, a decent amount for hourly lessons. Like you know? a thousand, I, mean, I think it's a thousand dollars to sit with these guys. That's for Scott. An hour. That's Scott. Oh, that's Scott? A thousand dollars? Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand euro, actually. Two thousand for ten minutes. But you get it. <laughs> But you get you but, get but, you get happy you, time as well. But you get you get a happy ending with that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So it's probably worth it. 
<laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> that's a jazz. <laughs> I don't know how you do that through hell, the internet. Hell for, for a thousand bucks, they can get guitar wakes with a video. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just the wank part. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, you know. Yeah. How's I, your wank I, tone? I mean, you I got smell the guitar tone like... down. How's the wank tone going? <laughs> I smell a promotion somewhere. In there. He's, he can't find the right pedal for it yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Adam, how long how long has my Mystic Masterclass been going? Uh, since 2012. I mean, we started slow because I did it all by myself. I didn't have, um, wow. you know, I didn't have <laughs> my father giving me a loan for $5 million like Donald Trump or whatever. <laughs> you know? I didn't have any of that. Uh, I just did it out of what I made, and um, and I was able to do this stuff myself. I'm techie, and I at first I made the site and did everything. I had to pay the lawyer, and I had to make the company, and that cost money. But besides that, I did all the coding and everything. I figured it out. Um, it was pretty hard, but I did it on my spare time. There was no rush. And I figured it out. Ooh. And at this point, you know, we were a little bigger. We're still a small outfit, you know. But um, I'm able to hire people to to do the the uh, website stuff at this point. Well, but what, what's um like when you started out? Who was your first your first guys that were up on the site? Uh, Goldings was one of my first guys um, because I knew Larry from New York. Um, we had, I'm trying to think of the, some of the, Ben Monder was one of the first guys, uh, but not the first I know, round. I know Ben. Yeah. Um, that was some of the earlier stuff, like Wayne Escoffrey is a friend of mine. Um, we did one with him. I'm trying to think of some. And then when I got to LA, well, no, I was in LA when I did it, but then I started doing who did I do? Larry Kuntz and Bob Shepard and then Bruce. And then from there, that was kind of like the third round. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I introduced you to Larry. and I No. Not, yeah, not, Larry, Coon, Larry Coons. Coons. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so Bob maybe. Shepherds, yeah. I was earlier in there, but yeah. whatever. I mean, you called me up and you had this crazy idea, and I said, what the hell? He sounds like a nice guy. I'll try it. You know what I mean? I get your number. Like, even though I was totally against the whole video, you know, online and shit. But it's been, it hasn't been that bad, right, Bruce? No, no, actually, it's been great. I mean, I, I, I know when I'm wrong, you know, and I mean, I admit it, you know, I keep, I keep which is a lot of the time the, I'm married, you know, I'm used to this. But I keep, see, the thing is, I kept all your rants in. And for Scott, I make all the edits. I, I do everything. And right. I, I want everyone to be happy with it, you know? And right. um, because the thing is, it's cool. Like, I always, I always thought that the coolest thing about Masterclasses was the raw shit, you know? Like, was getting someone's real perspective. Like, their, their personality and what they want to say, not just what I want them to say, you know? Because I hate when instructional videos, I see it all the time where someone would get a player like you or Scott and say, all right, so I want you to teach like the modes of the melodic minor. And, you know, not that you can't do that, but like you're wasting, you're wasting your guy's vision. I mean, your, your wisdom. It's in my eyes, it's, it's bullshit, you know? Yeah. Yes, I like to Scott. hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. 
<laughs> well, hold it, Adam. What are you? What were you doing before this? You started my music masterclass. I was one of those guys with the, you know, outside of the cell phone place with a sign. I was waving it up and down. No, I, I, um, I was a bass player for years in New York City, and then um, I started writing music for television and licensing. Right. And then I, we moved to LA because I was getting more TV gigs doing that stuff, and um, I was writing a lot there and also playing bass. And then I decided to do this crazy thing. At the time, there wasn't a lot of online education um, that was preparing people to kind of do this. I mean, to preparing people to actually work in the real world. A lot of it was like clickbait, scare tactic titles, like the the ten modes you must know, or the some you know the the fifty licks you must know. You right, know, like must or you will not work you know <laughs> and i found that that wasn't true you know i mean i found that um the guys that i played with guys or girls anyone i played with that um i learned from i i learned from on the bandstand and oftentimes talking to them you know and um and all my friends would feel the same way so i i wanted to make an informal kind of masterclass format where I would ask the um, the cats what they thought was important and what people asked them, and I like ninety nine percent of the time, I you know we we get great content, um, and sometimes I have to. Some people are a little more shy. I mean, it's very very rare, but most people have a very a very strong vision, and if if someone's a little more shy on camera, I can ask them some things. But um, you know, Bruce and Scott are there. You just press play and they go. They're you easy. can't you can't shut them up. Nah, but that's a, that's all good. <laughs> People love it. You're not the first person that's told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Well, Scott, I mean, Scott, how old is your daughter now? She is 16. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah. Right? Is is that is that awesome? It's great. It's yeah. Awesome. I'm not. Yeah, I just had a few to shoot a few of her boyfriends, but you know that's <laughs> no big deal. But buried the bodies under the house. Nobody will ever find them. That's good. No, nah, they won't find them. You're a big NRA guy, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's into open carry as long as he's a caster. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm one of the guys, guys you see at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Just stocking yeah. up on ammo, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Adam, you've, so, got, you've got a four-year-old, too? Yeah, I've got. Well, I just have a four-year-old. Yeah, yeah, I've got. I got a four-year-old as well. Oh, there you go. So man. I can relate, man. Yeah, it's tough, you yeah. know. And this is this is a hard time for me because, um, you know, my wife works full time, and I I do this full time. Um, you know, besides my music masterclass, which is my main thing now, um, my podcast, uh, which takes less time, obviously. How do you have um, a podcast? Yeah, the Performers Pathway, and we. Um, we just do stuff for musicians in their careers. It's it's a total um, left side of the practice room kind of thing. You know, like you go into the practice room and you practice on all your stuff that you're working on. And this is all the stuff that you don't work on in the practice room that's super important. Like getting gigs, you know, networking, you know, figuring out how to do uh, online teaching. All, all those, all the things that's that are important um, in and getting work because you know how it is some of the young cats and maybe not even young you know some people just don't understand people 
Some people have trouble with certain elements, and there's some things that are complicated, like um, licensing contracts and different things about uh, songwriting deals. Right. And talk to all different people, the, and it's the business side important. of it, right? Yeah, totally. It's yeah. important. Musicians, shit. I think, I don't know why. I guess maybe it's just the artistic side of musicians. We a lot of musicians kind of shy away from that business side of it until it's a little too late or they're they're way down the road and then it's like, oh man, oh that's right, I got to make money. That's right. I yeah, I better get my <laughs> shit together. So I think we we do generally suck about that, and any help we can get with it is amazing. So what's the podcast name again? So our listeners uh, can go check it out and sure, yeah, it's called the Performers Pathway, and um, it should be on all the platforms i think you know it's on obviously apple and um whatever stitcher and spotify and all those things um you know we're in about episode 11 i think now the newest one uh, we just did with uh lydia liebman who's dave liebman's daughter and she runs this really cool jazz uh pr firm and um it's great they do a lot of different artists and um you know besides her father and um, you know, Ralph Peterson and those guys. She does a lot of young people like Tana Alexa and um, all these other artists. And uh, she she was talking about what musicians need to do to get get their stuff together for press and stuff like that. And I, I, I thought it was really, really interesting. And, you know, it's, it's kind of helpful stuff that people don't often think about. If I can, if I can just chime in for one second. Yes. Um, I use a publicist who's a good friend of mine. He's in North Carolina. And you know, I can't stress the importance of, if you're doing anything, uh, doesn't matter what it is, hiring a publicist is so incredibly important, you know, that, yeah. I mean, I can't even stress how important it is because if you don't advertise what you're selling, you can't sell it. So, you know, I've, I've got a really good guy. If, if anybody uh, wants to know about him, they can get in touch with me through Guitar Wank or email me or whatever. But, um, you know, I've used this guy for like four or five records, and he also uh, did some help with me for my MI online classes that um, I'm not doing right now, but right. when they get their core classes finished, I might go back and do that again, and, and we hired him for that, and he did a great job, and we filled up like, I think like about six semesters with 20 kids, you know, which was pretty good, you know. And a lot of it was due to the fact that he was helping us to, to advertise it. So for anybody out there who's putting out a record or putting out a video or whatever, hiring a good publicist is a really great idea. Some people don't think about that. Yeah, I think it's especially in jazz, right? It's, it's people sure. really don't think about it. But it's, I mean, it's hard to get reviewed in Downbeat or, I mean, you know, if, or anything, or any magazine, especially if you're a crossover act, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost impossible unless you've got somebody. One of the one of the things that are really great about, I'm just going to put in quotations, the new publicist, mm-hmm. um, as 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 opposed to the old guys who used to basically just call magazines and and try to get your stuff on radio. The new guys, they have such huge mailing lists that they almost it's not that they don't try to get you press in the magazines which of course they do and they try to get you on the radio of course but the thing that they do the most is they put together an amazing you know like a a blurb you know the cover of your record or whatever you're promoting yeah like the one sheet 
the, yeah, you know, like a like a sales pitch, whatever. And they shoot it out to like a million people on email. So they go right for the fans. So they b- bypass all the press and all the magazines and all that stuff. And, and, and somebody gets a letter and they don't need to read about your product in a magazine. They, they, they got an email about it. You know, yeah, this man. guy, that guy's got a new album out, you know. Uh, but I would, but I, would like, I would like to point out, um, and, and, I'm not, and this is not in disagreement with anything that's been said, but um, for younger people, not not a dinosaurs like me and Scott. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I mean, you know, you play with Chicory and Joe Zanall and all these people. You know, I I'm mean, only eighty-seven. You don't have to call me a dinosaur. Well, no, hey. no, but I've I've seen your poop. I've seen your poop, and that qualifies you. So, anyways, but um, if you're younger, uh, the problem with publishers, just a warning. Is is there? That's exactly what what Scott described. Is exactly what they do. They're gonna put they're gonna put your stuff together and they're gonna send it out to a million people. And you're in a sea of a million people that are being sent out. So your story is what's important. And the publicist isn't necessarily a creative writer and doesn't really understand your story unless you tell them what it is. Mm-hmm. And your story story has to be so compelling that it stands out in a sea of thousands of emails that people are getting every day. You know, I mean, it's one thing if you're the age of Scott and I and you've played with older guys and you have a long career, you know, to talk about. But if you're young now and you're listening to this, you have to really dig deep. What's your story? What are you selling? What makes you unique? really create a story and a message that's compelling so that in a sea of thousands you're the one that people click on mm-hmm. and you can't trust a publicist to come be a creative writer like that they're marketers they're well, not some publicists are better at it than others but but, but yeah it, i know but but that's really true, it though. comes down to yourself it does or come a Don you. Draper kind of personality. I'm yeah, sorry, it, man. I know these people. They're, no, they're sausage right. makers. Bottom, they, bottom they line, it has to come from the artist. And the artist has to promote himself in some way to give the publicist something to throw at people. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. That's, it's, yeah. literally, <laughs> it's literally what we talked about on the episode, too. I mean, it was yeah. about... You know, you can't turn what? What's the saying? You can't turn shit into. I don't know. What, you know what I'm saying? You can turn shit I mean, into shiny shit. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. I made a whole career of that. <laughs> well, you know, you know, oh. but you know, that was when you could, you dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> dinosaur shit, huge too. By the way. <laughs> yeah, man. You know. Really. <laughs> no, but um, no. I mean, we. That was what the episode was about. Was what a musician has to have coming in to get the most out of a publicist and also when it's the right time to even do that and you know because a publicist that needs money will take your money you know it you know um some some are busy enough that they won't take a project unless they think they can push it um those are the good ones you know um but at the same time if you don't have certain criteria coming in they can't do that much for you and she was telling me some stuff that was crazy too there were certain outlets and this is brutal to think about it's kind of like a black mirror episode but um she said that certain outlets won't even cover 
a story unless the client has a certain amount of Instagram likes. You know, I mean, it's some bullshit. And uh, you hate to think that music has come to that, but it's like, you know, if you're an older, uh, more established musician with a name, things can be bypassed. But if you're younger, no. I mean, your social media means a lot, and it shouldn't really. I mean, but it does, and you know that's important. Along with the most important thing, which is the story, like Bruce just said. Like she said that one of her clients um, had this record, and I can't remember who it is right now, but it was a uh, the a, a book of Coltrane tunes, and Reggie Workman was producing it, and you know, and it had different people involved, and. <clears throat> the story was deep, you know. I got a cough. Sorry, <clears throat> it's not COVID related. Don't worry. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Wait. I if just, I cough, I just washed my balls. Exactly. If I cough in the mic, do I get shamed? No, it <laughs> sounds like a wet cough, so you're all right. <laughs> but um, you know, it's there's a story involved. But anyway, that's 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 all great stuff, man. I mean, to me, no, you know, and again, I mean. It's, but but I even like to go further with this. It's like for everybody to self-examine who they are and what they're doing and what they're saying, and and to really understand the story behind it, along with everything. Totally, man. This it, it will inform the music and enable you to. It's like a genesis of style in a certain way. Mm-hmm. That that it like wow, this is really where I'm coming from. This is what I'm bringing to the world. You know, and by for having forced yourself to, you know, make the mar- help the marketers market you, you've also helped yourself in defining the artistic focus that you really want to, where you want to go, where you want to spend your energy. If you can't sell yourself, no one else can. That's what I always said. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just you and and you have to be able to sell yourself better than anyone else, and then you can hire someone to get you to the next step. You know, but. Yeah. If you can't do an elevator pitch, I, it's over. You right, and, and and there are a million publicists that will take your money, totally. do the best they can, and they're 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 ultimately they're sausage makers. They have the way of doing business. They take mm. your stuff and they send it out, and it's really valuable because their contacts and their distribution and their database and all that. But ultimately, if you have first of all, of course, the music and vision. Second of all, a story to tell that gives them the ammunition to be very valuable to you right with you okay go go, troy i was i was gonna say adam so how do you go about um choosing your musicians and artists and stuff and also how do you i mean the last few years the internet has exploded with online learning and you know you got competition with true fire and uh i can't even think of all the others the jam play and all these other companies that are doing amazing stuff as well so how do you how do you negotiate that field because that's got to be tricky right um well finding artists i guess the first question is something that just happens kind of organically um you know for me being a musician i started uh you know, calling people I knew and I was friendly with, like I said, and then there, since we treated people well, you know, they told their friends and they would say, Hey, you know, you want to film so-and-so. And it kind of, it kind of still works like that uh, in a lot of ways. And as you know, um, the music industry or the scene is smaller than 
people think, you know, I mean, everyone kind of knows each other. And I've talked to a lot of different people about making videos. And, and the only reason someone hasn't made one, I guess, is because they don't want to make a video. It's never because they don't like me or what we're doing. You know, it's not personal. It's, it's typically, you know, I don't really want to do that for some reason. You know, I don't want to make a video of myself. Um, or I did something a long time ago with another company and it wasn't a good experience and they released something and it made me look like a schmuck, you know, whatever it was. Uh, um, but, you know, the way I typically frame it when I talk to someone, and this is kind of, I mean, it's still the way it works, uh, is if I film something and you don't like it, we bag it. It's really that easy. I would never release something that someone didn't like. And I, I just wouldn't, you know, I mean, it's, and also there's a lot of other companies that do things to try to get market share. You know, um, there was, there's some companies that say, um, <clears throat> that, that their artists will answer questions. What the hell was that? That was crazy noise. Um, yeah. but, uh, Pardon me, it was a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> the back end, the back end of a burrito. <laughs> it's like a buzzsaw now, um, but well, it was a rough burrito. <laughs> it was a Seven Eleven burrito, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't but, go out to places like that anymore. Remember, I'm under quarantine. That's true. But um, hold on one sec. Sorry. But basically, I would never. I would never release something that someone didn't like. And I always say, you know, we won't, we won't release it if you don't like it. And, and I've done that on occasion where someone, we filmed something and someone said, uh, you know, I didn't like it and, and we didn't release it. And, and so I'm going on to this other thing. I almost forgot what I was saying because I'm brain dead, but, um, this, there's some sites that, that say the artist is going to answer like questions it's going to be this live thing where they film a video and then uh you can email them and and show them a video of you doing it and they'll give you comments oh yeah like yep. how is that possible i mean <clears throat> i mean i guess it's possible for certain people um that aren't as busy but i would never try to push that on our guys like they're too busy <laughs> i mean i actually i've i know the one you mean and i always have thought it was like how many student? How many people are signed in, and how many people are sending videos? I mean, if you got fifty videos, that's it, man. Yeah. Your week's done. <laughs> There's no way you get through that shit. No, and you got to like answer detailed questions, and someone plays a chorus of you know all the things you are, and you have to, Ugh. or or and you have to figure out what to say. I mean, that's a lot of work, you know. And um, I would never ask our artists to do that, but at the same at the same time, I know that they couldn't. Um, you could get, you know, you could get Bruce and Scott to do that. They would love to do that. <laughs> I think they would love to spend hours and hours watching people Especially submit all videos. The things you are, I play that like <laughs> ten hours a day, man. I just sit around and play that tune. I love it so much. That's, that's the only tune I ever play. <laughs> I think we should do that. All guitar wank <laughs> listeners, send in your all your things you are video to Scott and Bruce, and they'll critique it. Give you honest <laughs> feedback. They'll watch every single minute. Do ten minutes right. of each song. <laughs> well, man, yeah, you have to do a minimum of twenty choruses. I think. <laughs> no head, 
Don't play the melody. Just start uh, writing changes and start oh, with, man. you know, start with something impressive and then go from there. You yeah, know, nope. Then, yeah, you're gonna go down from there. <laughs> yeah, go down from there. <laughs> go steadily downhill from there. Yeah, just start. Yeah, but um, you know, there's actually a website which I will not name the name. Um, that a friend of mine did a video for. You know, a famous guitarist that we all know, and um, they they told their their people buying the videos, their customers, that the artists were gonna address these things in the forum right there was going to be a spot where you could ask some questions and they didn't even tell uh my friend this and they were answering questions in the forum as if they were him how <laughs> fucked up yeah. like that's crazy <laughs> yeah exactly and you know word gets around so i guess it brings me full circle to um you know we get we get people involved because we're cool and not only do we pay everyone on time and and fairly, but uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm serious. Like I'm, it's not a bullshit situation. We give the majority of the proceeds to the musicians. I'm not driving a Lexus. You know, I mean, this is uh, this is the way it works. And that's not what Alexis told me. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> No one's driving anything right now. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's Scott. I get it. Okay. No, I'm not doing it. You're doing. Hey, you're doing. You know what? As I have to really vouch to say, you know, this about Adam. You know, I've done not as many videos as Bruce for sure, but I've done my fair share and. You know, working with you, Adam, was really so easy, and everything was just. Uh, I, it was just easy, you know. It's like no bullshit. Just like do it, and and it, I'm all about the work, you know. You just do it, and boom, it just goes smoothly, and you're happy with how everything goes, and you get to edit out the stuff you don't like. And what couldn't be better than that? I mean, it's 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 what couldn't what could be better. <laughs> it's, uh, it's awesome, man. You know, it's 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 a great experience. It's great to work with somebody that's so professional. I really really appreciate. I know I did two videos, but I really enjoyed doing them. I appreciate it. And we're gonna hopefully do some more soon. You know, I mean, and and with you, Scott, it's easy. Uh, you know, people may think that if they have a lot of edits, it's difficult. Not if you're meticulous about it. You know, I mean, with you, you would send me the times, and you'd say, "Look, I want." you know, 853 cut to this or whatever, you know, and, right. and it's easy. And since you know how to edit audio and you're good at it, cause you produce your own shit, it's, it always works out. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's, yeah. it's not as if sometimes people ask you to edit something and you listen to it and you're like, well, it's not possible. I mean, you're talking over a piano chord and you want me to remove what you said, you know, but it's going to be, the piano is definitely going to be in the talk mic. You know, I mean, the, yeah. you, and you know all that stuff, but well, you have to know something about. I mean, being in the studio and knowing what will fit against what and what won't. You know, Absolutely. I mean, it's just just like editing a a, a drum track, and you, you don't mm -hmm. edit a dr drum track in the middle of a cymbal crash. You know what I mean? Because right. you know you're going to cut the cymbal off. It's like if you know that kind of stuff, editing's easy. It's exactly, but you you know it's 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 easy if you have experience, but a lot of people just. They don't even think about it, you know. They are they're like, let's splice this take and this take, and I'm like, well, you know, they are about like 10 BPM apart, and if you do that, you know, it's going to sound a little weird. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but, but anyway, um, I'm uh, happy, you know, to do both you guys. You know, you're both easy, man. You're both easy and great, and that's, I love that's it. That's the words on the street, man, too. They're, Where's they're Bruce easy. Was here? <laughs> easy. What? what? Well, he, huh? he's easy out in public. I've, I've heard from a lot of hookers that he's really. <laughs> yeah, well, he's difficult. Know, they like me. but i think i think the second part of the question if i'm remembering with my wet brain is um that there's other sites right there's competition and um you know it's just like being a musician i i don't feel like it's a competition honestly um first of all true fire has been around they were around before us i mean they were they've been around for a long time and um and they're supposedly I, i i know some people that work with them and they're supposed to be super cool on people and um i believe that they treat their cats well um i know they have different deals in place and than what we do um but i like i said i can vouch for my friends that work with them i know oz noise videos with them um uh mike stern i think did something with them and some other cats and and they said they were they were nice guys you know um and Besides that, I mean, there are other masterclass sites, but it's difficult. I mean, yeah. it's not—it's not something people stick around with unless they figure out the the yin and yang. And what I mean by that is that, sorry, my allergies kicking in. One more time, I got to cough. <coughs> but, oh, yeah, it's allergies. I promise. Um, but the yin and yang of it, I mean, it's—it's it's like how long does it take to produce your videos versus how much you can sell them for. You know, and that and that's kind of the thing. So, if you can push things out every week, then you have more capability to make your money back. In my my model, than uh, taking three months to produce this like super blown out like you know DCI kind of DVD with like makeup people and lighting and and you know like living. Like just crazy notation things. And, Wait, all I mean, right, Adam. Adam, you're telling me that Bruce and Scott <laughs> did not use any makeup people on their videos. Well, Bruce has got you know, Bruce has got the right guitar. He's a little. I bit got my people. people. I got yeah. my people. Hey, uh, that's what I thought. You can't look that good without makeup. <laughs> wow, yeah. you imagine how bad it could really look. Then. <laughs> well, Adam, how what do you guys offer on your site? As in, do you, you guys have yearly subscriptions or just buy video? What's what's your platform? So what we do is we just do it per video because we haven't found a subscription model that pays everyone well enough. Right. Um, not us. Like I would make more money if I did subscriptions. That's just true. You know, you do subscriptions and you get people that forget they have it and they pay for it. It's a great business model. It's terrible for musicians. I mean, I don't have to tell you guys that. I mean, Spotify and Amazon Music, it's rough, you know. I mean, it never really equates. It doesn't really work out. Um, so we haven't figured out a way to do that. So we're not going to yet. Um, right now, people get paid when they sell their videos, rentals, uh, a five-day rental, or a purchase. And, um, you know, I feel that that's the easy, it's an easy pitch. Like, when I talk to someone um, that I don't know that well, but has been referred to me, um, it's typically an easy pitch because they've heard good things about us, and they know that we pay, and they know that we're paying um, 
all the things we said, you know, where it's not a crapshoot. It's not as if you don't know how much you're going to get paid because it's a, a subscription or something like that. Um, and uh, we just try to be above board and, you know, so far so good. And, you know, which leads us to what? Like th- th- that we're in a time right now where this is kind of what's here, right? Online lessons, Well, you know, that's kind right? of where I was gonna go with you which is basically like you know like what do we do who could have imagined you know when you were talking to me and i and i remember our initial conversation well yeah i'm not nuts about this online shit but Mm -hmm. i'll just go ahead and do one you know and and we'll see where it goes and you know i liked you and we knew some people in common and yeah man it went well and i turned on my friends to it but but basically who you know to fast forward to today realizing like your vision was so prescient in the fact that right that here we are today and this is this is the way to hang out with us now Mm -hmm. you know i mean of course you can have a skype lesson yeah but you know i mean you can also get a master class with us for almost nothing really yeah and then and then you know and and it's just like god you got to be sitting here thinking boy i saw this coming but you didn't but you did you know what i mean you gotta yeah. i mean you no take comment. like a, a, a lap around the you know a victory lap around it while you're laughing at bruce the dinosaur going that dumb motherfucker you know oh man well you know i i read a lot of nostradamus he's one of my favorite authors you know oh, okay you know that's how it rolled out and um he said that there was going to be some orange guy there there was you know and then great despair and something about an apocalypse and then um you know online lessons is the way to go you know i don't know you know how it works but um obviously obviously i wasn't thinking about this exact situation because that would be insane but um i did feel that there was a lack of learning from great musicians that was accessible at that time from long distances um and that was kind of the impetus you know that's why we did it or that's why i thought of it because um there were skype lessons and there still is but you know a lot of musicians weren't that keen on it and some guys were just too busy you know i even for online lessons um yeah, well, i mean you know the price too i mean yeah. for what you offer for either a rental or ownership of those le- of master classes you know and and really, I mean, I I think people sometimes take those even too seriously. It's just like, hey, if you if you rent one of like Scott's master classes or Larry Golden's or Ben Monter, you get like one thing out of it for a yeah. five day rental. Mm-hmm. You've like, do you realize you could have done a lesson for ten, well, twenty times that plus dues of getting there and getting back? And yeah, granted, man. you wouldn't have gotten to hang with the guy. But it, informationally speaking, you're already ahead. Yeah, man. You know, I mean, you well, know, lick, pound for dollar, pound for pound, you're doing so good with that model. You yeah. Know? Well, you can stop and start. You can take a bit, come back to it. You, you know, if you have yeah. a one-on-one Skype and you're not getting all that stuff down, you know, there's going to be things you're going to miss for sure. So I think it's, a, it's an amazing learning curve. Do you, Adam, with... Your setup, do you get to see how people, if they finish the lessons, the, the videos, or do they get so far and then 
disappear and come back. Do you get to see that kind of statistics on your site? Well, that's interesting. Um, we could see some statistics, um, but when people purchase, mo- most, the biggest statistic, let me back up, is that most people, which is kind of important, do the purchase option where they can download it to their computer. Ah, right. Yep. Uh, and I think that that's the best way to go yep. because, you know, this stuff is not digestible in five days all the time. I mean, it can be if it's some, there are some things that we've had on the site that are lecture based or a little lighter um, in terms of what they're talking about, uh, more conceptual things. Um, but when you're talking about, you know, I mean, well, both the, both the guys on the program today, you know, I mean, it's, it would benefit people to sit with it over a long period of time because it's just gold, you know. And um, there's something in there that if you think you got it all the first time, you you definitely don't and you should, should back up, you know. Um, but that's, that's how we do it. And, you know, it, it is kind of like for a price, for a tank of gas, you know, you could you could get a lot of shit on the site, you know? <laughs> I think it's just good to have stuff around for reference because months and years go by and you go to go back to stuff that you haven't seen in a long time and you just remember it and go, wow, that used to be a part of my vocabulary okay. that I kind of forgot about and now this is reminding me about it again. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I just can't even count the times I've picked up stuff that I haven't looked at in years, mm-hmm. a book or a video or something, and went oh man how did i forget that and it was just something that over the years had forgotten about you know and it's nice to have stuff for reference that you should just go back to every once in a while and and check it out again that's why i think it's important to own it yeah man and a lot of guys you know they have notebooks and it's an old school way but it's yeah you know, like i think mike stern still has that same book and you know braganzi writes everything by hand and i record everything into the computer Absolutely. I have a file that's just like sort of a ideas file. Mm -hmm. And it's literally got hundreds of little chord things, little lines, little these, this, this and that, just hand movements. And I just go through it every once in a while and just go through the whole thing just to get that back into my head. You know, like once every couple of months, I'll just go through the whole thing and just go, oh, yeah. These are all these little things that I know that I forgot about, you know, and, yeah. and every time I learn something new, I add it to that collection, you know, That's and it's great. just, it's fun to have it around, you know, just for fun. Cause you may not, you may not end up using it in a solo or whatever, but it's just fun to have it just to check it out. Like a little library of stuff uh, that you yeah. Of pos- a library of possibilities. That's kind of what I call it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll add this one thing before we get to the next point. I guess is. Oh, can I? Can I? One, one, one last. I would like yeah, to interject. Um, I'm definitely the other way. I'm more like Berganzi. I've got a notebook. I've got stacks of notebooks. Yeah. You know, of of written out ideas, just like what Scott's doing electronically. I I'm <laughs> doing acoustically. And, right. and if you were to ask, if I were to like think like, oh yeah, that that thing, that thing, I could chronologically find it in a matter of minutes easily. You know, I mean, I could go through a stack of twelve books, 
you know, that are score, they're orchestral score books, and I could find what I'm looking for just by remembering when I wrote it, you know what I mean? Or I can go back and just read through them. So I can't endorse, you, you can't trust your memory to things, you know, you need to document them however works best for who you are, you know? Absolutely, man. And also, by doing it that way, if there's an electromagnetic pulse weapon from the aliens, you're safe and Scott is screwed. That's yeah, true. well, yeah. yeah, it's true. But if there's a fire, he wins. <laughs> it's in the cloud. Maybe. I don't know. You don't want to burn a computer either, to be honest. But it's, uh, in, the, it's in the cloud for him, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and what I was just going to say is, is, a, is a short point, that um, with one thing on the website, which is something that, I kind of knew, but it's become more apparent the, as the years go on, is that there's no subject that is off limits because it's been done before. Um, and there's a good example. Like, um, for instance, Bruce has got a, a, a video on learning tunes, right? Um, and we have two or three others. I think Lage Lund has one. And, um, and who else? Frank Potenza, I think, had one. I mean, I'm... Like I said, I'm a little bit soft right now in my brain because of you know what's going on, and it's and it's also midnight here. But um, anyway, there's more than three, maybe four people that have done things on learning tunes, um, and they're all different. Uh, they're all different. I never once said, you know, that that subject has been covered because I mean, how many subjects are there? Everyone has a different point of view on a specific thing and learning tunes is a really specific thing everyone learns differently you know um and uh it's important to have all these different perspectives because one of them might click with someone more than another you know adam can i just ask and this has been um bugging me for a while to to find this information out Uh, sure who is by far your most favorite person you've had on the show and who is the worst and you can't say, I can't tell you that. Okay. Well, Bruce Henderson is the best. That dude. <laughs> that guy is cool. No. Uh, Scott's an wor- asshole. <laughs> the worst. John Coltrane was such. No. I, I, I was, oh, no. You know, you know Tootie Heath, Tootie Heath you, you told me that jo- John Coltrane didn't wear underwear. <laughs> no, I would love to have train. I'm sure he was a sweetheart. I he also, he also I, I said he ate, his, he ate his own boogers. But yeah. I, I, mean, I don't believe him on that. <laughs> the jazz will shut me down. I love train. No, um, oh, no. Who does? Come on. In terms of the people that... um. Who is the I biggest don't... pain in the ass? Come on. There must have been one. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> who was it? Uh, God, I... I can kind of do it, but no. I know most people are really cool, man. You know, the thing is, and even some of them that are a little crotchety, um, it's cool. You know, I mean, we, we, we work it out, and no one has been... Some people are difficult, but they're still cool. Like, we've had some definite people that are more uh, needy or OCD about certain things, but I mean... That's okay, you know. I mean, I'm married to a therapist, and like, <laughs> and I'm a little, you know, I, and she therapizes my ass, and I can pass it down, you know. Um, 
But are you gonna make I, master classes about that? I want to know. I want that. One. Yeah, but to, to be honest, there's been there's been some people I just didn't film because they were assholes. You know, like I called them. We were talking, and they were like, "Yeah, but you know, I played, you know, with, you know, R. Blakey or blah blah blah." And I was like, "Yeah, but I get it. But so you know, so has so and so. Like, they weren't talking to me like that. So right. I don't. I mean, the thing is, we no one needs to act entitled. You know, and um. We're all in it together, and um, we're, and you know, and 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 like I've said, and like Bruce and Scott have said, we're, uh, I mean, we're just trying to help musicians and and keep the site going and and do all that stuff at the same time. So, it's really not, um, <laughs> it's not a hardcore bargaining agreement. Well, we could uh, between Scott, Bruce, and I, we could do an, an episode on how not to do a podcast. Yeah, that, I was just going to say well, that. They just need to listen to guitar. <laughs> that'll, that'll get the most views that, or the listens out of any of them, I think. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, there is one thing I can say, and this is something I touched on. We did this episode for the Performer's Pathway, my podcast, and it was about um, career in crisis, it was called. And it was basically about what's happening now, but... It could be about what's happening next time or if there's an earthquake or, you know, something, anything that is disruptive. Um, and one of the big points, because this is a nice switch to make in this episode, is that everyone is 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 jumping now at the either the online teaching thing or the live stream performance thing. Um, both which are valid and they make sense, right? I mean, we need to have an audience or someone to teach and that's how we can do it. Um, but the problem is if you didn't set this infrastructure up before this happened, it's really hard right now. Um, unless you first have a, a name like, you know, Bruce and Scott, you guys have been around long enough and you have centuries, you know, <laughs> centuries, <laughs> You have, you know, you you speak ancient Aramaic. <laughs> no, but um, no, you very guys... good, very good on the eve of Passover. Very, <laughs> very good. <laughs> well, I am all right. But, um, <laughs> so um, you got all these. You you have people that would want to study with you. Um, long distances if you do the proper promotion you can make that happen but it's not as easy if you're younger and you don't have that much of a name um you're you're gonna fight with a sea of other musicians that have skype or zoom or whatever they want to use right so it becomes a business thing like what is your spin you know and it's like being a, being an entrepreneur, and I know Bruce. We've talked about this. You know, you have to be creative and get your thing out. Um, you know, your red guitar thing is exactly that. Uh, it's interesting in a way to get to a different audience. But what if you didn't have as as big of a name and didn't have as many connections? You have to be very creative in order to get your share of students um, in. A city like Los Angeles or New York or even online where there's a trillion teachers, right? So yeah. I tell people that they have to be, um, they have to look at all the lesson sites out there and think about why theirs is better. Like legit, you know, I mean, when, when I made my music masterclass, that's what I did. I, 
I looked at all the sites and I made a business plan and I had to do all, you know, this stuff that no one wants to do. Um, but I really looked at what everyone had going on and why I thought what I had wasn't there. And, um, and it worked, you know, I mean, but it doesn't always work for people. I mean, and, but that being said, you still have to figure out your niche, you know, <clears throat> and in terms of the live performance thing, it's not as easy as, as just putting a cell phone up and recording yourself. Um, it can be if you're really engaging, uh, and you are a solo artist or just a little duo, but if you want to get a, an audience that might be more reluctant to watch, um, you want it to sound really good. So you're going to want to have to maybe get a, a mixer, you know, and, and make sure that you're micing things. And, and then also maybe get a couple cameras so you can switch to like a close-up and a far shot. So it's not, it's a little more engaging for a viewer. Um, I know this stuff kind of sounds daunting, but it's, you know, we are taking the live element out. People are no longer in the bar. I'm feeling the energy of the room. So I feel that personally, when you add this technology, you have to add a little production value to it um, unless you're just super, super engaging, you know, like as an entertainer. And if you have that magic, you can pull it off. But many people can. Yeah. Man, well, you know, I mean, that's... And that's true. Of, that's not just true of, of your business plan. It's true of every business plan. I mean, whether you're selling toilet paper, although right now it wouldn't be a tough, tough deal for oh, selling not that. Right now, you know. But let's face it, you got a six-month, three-month window right now, and then you're back exactly. in the shitter, as we say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, you know, I mean, that's there's. It's never a bad time to just look at yourself in that light. You know, I mean, it's it's just a wonderful self-examination from a not and not just it's not just business it's artistic too you know what i mean it, yeah. it calls on you to find who you are what you are what makes you different where you want to go you know rather than just going with the kind of the whims of whatever's easy for you yeah man and it's to me i just feels though that if we get all right, let's say this thing ends in two months. I mean, I think that that's optimistic. I mean, very optimistic. But let's say it did. How long do you think it would take for people to really start going to bars? And what damage is this going to do to those bars? You know, are they going to be able to pay the rent for that long unless the federal government or state government comes in and helps them? Yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult. So we have to be prepared for this to be slow for a while even if we come out of it sooner than later and they say okay the quarantine's lifted you know i mean that's that's just the beginning of rebuilding um we still have to get an audience out right and we yeah. have, people are comfortable and it's not i don't know you know i mean i was in new york when when 9-11 happened i was uptown i lived in the city and um people stopped coming in for a while you know, not, I mean, it was scary, you know, as a, as a performing musician, that's one of the things that made me start writing for television. That That's when I, I said, shit, I want royalty checks. Like I want something coming in that's not 
me going to a place and getting cash and bringing it home um, because the, the the clubs that were still hiring at that point uh, were paying less because not as many people were coming in. So, you know, that situation scared me. And I remember it and it kind of molded how I thought. And so I always try to think about diversifying your portfolio as um, as I've said before. Like if you were an investor, which, you know, I'm not really an investor, but, you know, you wouldn't want to have all your money in Google, right? I mean, because then Google shits the bed and then you're out all your money, right? You want it in like 10 things or 20 things or 30 things. You want some safe things, some things that are riskier, like there. And and the same thing goes with musicians. Like if you're just a performer, um, you don't record or you don't have your own thing or you don't teach, it's like... Um, you know, you're setting yourself up. What if one thing drops out? Like right now, what, Scott, how, how long did they can, what did they cancel for you? Like a few months of tours? Sorry? How many tours did they cancel for you? Like the next few months? Not just really just one. I had, I had like a tour in May, but that's going to, it's postponed now until July, but, and then we'll wait to see if July has to be postponed to some, something else. So. Right. Basically, I've just lost maybe two and a half weeks a week, or two, two and a half weeks of work in right. May. That's all I've lost so far. Plus the fact that I used to go to school one day a week, and now I'm not. But I might start doing open counseling online in a couple of weeks. Okay, but you know, I mean, that's money that some people only get. You know, some people are just performing musicians in in today's world. You know, it's just it's still that's all they do. And, um, and a lot of them, you know, and, and it's tough because you can't do it. Right. So it's, it's good to think about this now. I mean, now that you have time, but be productive. I mean, I always try to say that, I mean, I know you guys are always doing stuff, but I, I don't like when people just get depressed about the fact that this is happening because it is depressing and it's stressful, but we need to uh, use this time wisely, you know, because this is the time to get your shit together for the next time the bottom drops out. And I was just saying that the other night, just huh? we had a podcast and I was just saying you got now's the time for making some music. If you've got a studio or yeah, man, you know, doing doing something productive, you know, if you if you make product, I mean, a lot of people, especially in pop or especially in some of the modern music. You don't even need to ever be there in the studio at the same time. You can you can send somebody a drum track, and your bass player can overdub over your tracks and send it send you a file, and you can put your music together from distant places, which people have been doing for years now. And mm -hmm. in some kind of music, it works fine. Absolutely, and, and no one would ever know the difference. So so um, you know, this is the time to be productive. You got time off. I keep telling you know what? Do what I do. Don't do what I say. Don't do what I do. Because I'm supposed to be writing right now, and instead, and I'm not. But I will be. I'm sure soon. I just you know, I'm really digging transcribing right now. Maybe that's what inspires me to write when I transcribe a lot. But um, just kind of doing that. But I should be writing because this this of all the times to do it, I wouldn't have any disturbance or <laughs> nobody would bother me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's also good that's good work to put in, you know. And yeah. and you also have a couple things that you're 
Or no, you have more. I mean, you have a few things that you do regularly that should be in money. You know what I mean? Like you, you tour, you have your own thing, you record, and you you do the thing at MI as well. And you have other. You have a video with us. Like you have things that make you money. Like you're diversified. I mean. You know, yeah. there's a lot less diversified. Not as diversified as I'd like to be, but yeah. <laughs> he, lives no, like, you know, his, he lives off his wife and his children, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No, you know, it's, it's, he's even got his dogs I mean, making money. You know, I am really lucky in the fact that I've been doing this for a long time, so I have checks coming in from this and that. Right. You know, and yeah. and I got like something like 150 tunes out there, so I have BMI checks coming in and 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 you know, BMG chrysalis checks coming in from all that music. And, you know, it's not like I can totally live off of it, but it definitely helps. And then yeah. I've got the thing at school coming in and that helps. And I've got the definitely uh, your stuff helps, you know, revenues from the videos. And, and I've got a John Sir uh, signature guitar and royalties mm -hmm. come in from that. So oh, I'm lucky, but I've been doing this for a long, long, long time. I'm 66 years old. You know, so sixty-six. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, 66? so you know. But when you but when you think about the guys who don't have that, and they're just working, they're just like I just heard from a friend of mine in Memphis. Man, he plays five nights in a club. That's how he supports himself. I know now, man. that gig is gone. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. He doesn't about. have those royalties coming in, and that is fucking scary. Yeah, that's super you scary. Know? So, because. He's, yeah. the, you know, the landlord wants his rent or, you know, luck, some people are luckily, lucky enough to have landlords that are giving him a pass on rent until this thing is over. Yeah, but, I mean, it's rare. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But the guys like that, the musicians like that who are actually making a living playing gigs every night and need to play those gigs, man, those those guys are hurting right now. Totally, man. It's rough. And it's... uh. It's a scary time, you know, because who knows if that gig will be there when this blows over, right? But yeah, and like I said before, the, we, you know, I'm just, you know, repeating mm -hmm. myself, but you haven't heard it. I have no. a feeling that when it does come back, that a lot of promoters and club owners and concert promoters are going to say, well, this has been really tough. I can have you back, but you're going to have to play for about maybe 50% or 75% of what we had you for for the last the last time until we get get it back you know I what i mean like, i kind of guarantee you're right yeah of course because it's like the stark stock market it comes back very gradually it crashes fast and comes back very gradually you yeah, know i said so, about 911 i mean 911 like they the clubs literally i had this weekly gig and we uptown at this jazz club that people know and you know they were like you know we need to pay the band less seven people in the yeah. band and we yeah, did. They've, they've been broke all this time, just like the musicians. Absolutely. So, you know, so I'm not expecting my next tour to pay whenever my next tour is. I'm not expecting it to pay what I'm used to. I know, and, but and I'm, I'm still going to go out and work. <laughs> I know, and the banks will still want the mortgage, you know. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the problem. Yep. But I know it's tricky, man. I mean, it's it's tricky. The The thing... I've been telling people is that, yeah, the online learning thing is deep and you can do a lot with it, but you have to be creative. Like what, what I'm doing um, or, you know, what we're doing with my music masterclass is 
is something that we've been doing for a bit and we have a groove and we've been we're able to do it with um not tremendous effort i mean it takes effort but we're able to get things out at a certain pace and it's working out um but if someone were to start their own online teaching thing even if it was a personal thing i know that there's certain musicians that they want to make a website with little lessons and you can subscribe and they'll have a bunch of tiers of lessons which is a big undertaking i know some musicians that have done that um i don't know i'm trying to think of some right now um now i'm like i'm losing who it is maybe yannick or one of those guys i'm but and maybe no (laughs) exactly um but uh, Yanni's got a lot of lessons with Hans. Hey, Yanni should do a My Music Masterclass on triads and odd time signatures. Well, him and him and um, exactly. Him, him and, and uh, JT. Him and Hans Greiner have a video together. I think. Oh uh, man, <laughs> great! But um, you know, it's you can make your own thing. Is what I'm trying to say. You can make your own website with online lessons. And not just a Skype thing, right? But it's tricky, man. I mean, if I broke down what I have to do for this site, it's, you know, it can be daunting, right? I mean, I can just kind of gloss over it. There's, if you want, for instance, your, if you have videos that are streaming, they obviously have to be protected, right? Because you don't want people just ripping them off. Um, and then you need a membership program that that can deal with all that and the newsletter and all the obvious things but then let's say you um you want your videos streamed in other countries which is a big part of our sales we have a lot of international customers uh you know you may have to make sure your server is mirrored or you're using uh like a like cloudfront or one of these other um ways of propagating your content to different countries and um, that's a geeky thing to even say, propagate. You know, the word propagate is pretty geeky, but, you know. I have heard that word on Pornhub. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is the, pro- you can type it in Pornhub, exactly. And then to <laughs> propagate. Type it on Pornhub and, and, and write us and tell us what you get. <laughs> Man, if there's a propagate video on Pornhub, I got to check it out. But um, um, anyway. So the there's that's that's one thing. Also, if you want your stuff in China, which is actually a good um, there's a good amount of people want, wanting to learn music there and jazz. Um, and it's it's a good musical environment. Um, it's tricky. I, anyone that knows anything about tech or even some people that don't know that there's an, a giant firewall around China and they do not let every website in. Um, so you have to make sure that your website is HTTPS to get in. You know, um, They might block you otherwise. I think they may, no matter what, if you're HTTP. I'm not sure. But I, I know that HTTPS it helps you get in. If there's anything that they don't like on the site, they probably will ban it. Um, but, you know, there's some weird stuff. Also, the amount of customer service messages that you get i mean we're pretty well oiled at this point but like people don't understand that that's a job you know i mean i have to answer all kinds of questions from people and there's no cut and dry answers sometimes um 
people's computers are outdated and they don't have newest software on it and something on your site isn't working like it's not rendering video or or they're download something and it doesn't play and i have to tell them to use a different media player like you i actually have to you know talk to them about stuff because i know about computers and i have to help them with their machines this is not something that everyone wants to do so if you're a professional musician and you want to make a lesson site i I think you should if you if you go for it, you know, but I just want to let everyone know that it's it's not, you know, without without constant work. It's like a, a marriage. <laughs> you have to keep working at it. You know? It's that there's definitely, you know, if it involves computers, we all know there's a technical into it. that's not fun because everybody that has a computer and has to deal with it, you know, especially yeah. online stuff, you know, that it can be a real pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah, I mean, literally, we had one. There was one Samsung phone. I think it was it was like one Samsung phone revision that um, wouldn't play our videos at one point. And whenever someone and once in, like it was so rare that once every six months or th four months someone would email us and be like, "I can't see your videos on my phone." I'm like, "Do you have a Samsung G five A? You know, it was something like that." And he was like, "Yeah, you know." I mean, what the fuck? How do you how do you prepare for that? Right? I mean. Right. You do the best you can, um, but there's uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff that you have to do. Plus taxes, you know, you have to do taxes for your business, and you know, since you're incorporated, and you have to deal with different requirements. You have to file earlier. Um, a lot of musicians don't even understand how to do taxes. And um, what are taxes? Exactly. <laughs> it's tough. Hey, hey Adam. Yeah. What up? Adam, I have to leave because it's movie night at my house. Um, <laughs> and we're going to watch a movie, so I have to bail what from movie? the conversation. But before I do, I wanted to tell you that I'm still interested in the video project that we're talking about doing next. Let's and do um, well, I'll just tell everybody, you know, we we were think Adam and me were talking about doing something on composition, and mm -hmm. and um, but the last discussion that we had is that I asked you, I think I told you that I, I wouldn't want to do it if it was just about composition. Um, if it was just my music, because there's so much good music out there that I wanted, would want to use as an example snippets mm -hmm. of this and that. And what I have to find out in order to, to proceed with it is how much melody and harmony can you present before you start breaking copyright laws? Mm -hmm. And um, and, and I think the le the 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 least the, I I think the most I would need is ten seconds, you know, and we and that might be legal. So if it is, that would be great because because we could do it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I mean, it's we'll definitely it's pretty it. slow, um, especially if you're playing master recordings. Uh, if you're not, it's it's less slippery. But you know, yeah, I wouldn't be playing master recordings. I would just be like playing a melody and chords on my guitar. They would just be from that particular piece of music, whether it's by Beethoven or whether it's by Wayne Shorter. You know what I mean? But well, Beethoven stuff will be public domain. So that, yeah, that, but if it's not public yeah. domain, I would have to find out how many seconds of it I'm allowed to play before they hit us with a copyright lawsuit and you lose your business. And, and <laughs> we don't want that to happen. That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> If you just said Wayne Shorter did this on this tune, that would not be copyright infringement. 
I know? think if you if it has to do if if I quote the melody and chords, I think it would be a copyright infringement if I did it for over a specific amount of time. Yeah, but if you if you just alluded to hey, he did this here and he did his this here, that's you know that's well within the educational thing, and well, no, that wouldn't be copyright infringement. It's like four or eight bars in intact that has to happen. Well, see, know? we need to find out legally if that's true or not. Like from a legal standpoint, if well, if got nothing but time, right? We can figure this out. We got plenty of time, you know, because I don't want to get you in trouble, but I would definitely need to present, you know some bars of music whether it would be a two bar thing or a four it would be great if it could be a four bar thing because that would really go a lot toward right. teaching you know the the what i'm trying to teach and i would and i have already so many because i used to teach a composition class um mm -hmm. in fact i still do sometimes at mi and i have it all like you know charted out with with different like mm -hmm. at least 30 different techniques in composition and where you can find those t techniques in music that's that's around today or that was you know composed by classical music uh composers and pop composers and jazz composers and you know th it's really well organized and i would love to present it um but like i say i would need to to make sure that i'm not breaking copyright laws so you know that's that's it and but. any 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 wankers that are uh, are wank listeners, what are they called? It's like Swifties or Taylor wankers, Swift. Wankers. wankers, okay. Just and, yeah, wankers. And wankers that are lawyers, please chime in and and message the site and uh, yeah. let let them know, and we'll we'll wrap. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, I gotta go. So, Adam, it's always a, a pleasure to talk to you, man. Thank you so much Cheers. for being on the show. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> it's been um, it's it's super cool. Were you? You guys don't have to go just because I'm going. But anyway, oh, bye, Adam. Fuck you. I'm leaving. I hate hey, you. And Troy <laughs> and Bruce suck my balls. You know, I can't, yeah, can't yeah. do it on the internet, hey, baby. You're 66. That's uh, you know, you know how that's 462 in dog years. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you have nightmares after watching uh, Parasite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I haven't seen yeah. that yet, man. That or Midsummer. I heard they're brutal. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Awesome. See, that's what, see what that happens, Adam, when your daughter turns sixteen. You know, she can watch these cool movies with you. So, oh, you're really gonna watch? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. I'm, I mean, you I'm watch dying American Horror Story. My my daughter loves American Horror Story, so of course she's gonna watch Parasite. Oh, that's dope. I, I want to see that. Yeah. I, I have yeah. it. Here. I just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Thank right, you so Scott. much. All right, Scott. Okay, <laughs> later. <laughs> All right, he's. I think he's gone. Now we can talk about him. Oh, he's finally gone. <laughs> that guy wouldn't shut up. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, Adam, I mean, God, you know, here you are sitting on top of the world, you know, uh, for unfortunate reasons, but I'm glad to know you. And uh, I wish you nothing but success. And I'm ready to do another one, too, but it's just going to be a rehash of, of the first one that was done nine times, you know. Yeah, but man, it's like, you know, you, <laughs> new jokes, though. You keep getting better, though. It keeps getting better. You're finding it. It's isn't, almost. Isn't Bruce a one take wonder? He is. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You he know, goes, he just press record and he just, he never stops. It's amazing. And he just, he yeah. plays, talks at the same time, which is, you know, this is a skill, man. 
well, you know, it's true that I, I'm all of my one hour videos took less time to record than they actually are. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, Einstein would contest is not possible, but right. it's, it's, it's a time kind of, continuum thing, you know, some I mean? kind of singularity has been reached. <laughs> well, Adam, who is some of the latest that you guys have had on the, on, on my music masterclass that the new additions? Um, let's see. So lately, uh, David Gilmore, the guitarist, um, not Pink Floyd. You know, uh, hold it. There's another David David Gilmore who's the yeah, guitarist. Yeah, there is. Yeah, he's great. Um, he uh, was with Lost Tribe with Adam Rogers for years, and um, he played with Steve Coleman, with Gene Lake, and those guys. Um, Cliff Amons, we just released uh, drummer, yep. great player. Um, Glenn Zaleski, Miles Okazaki, uh, Ronnie Ben Hur. I'm um, Ronnie Ben Hur. Um, Ronnie's great. He's a really good educator too. Super oh, nice yeah, guy. He's great. he's great, man. Um, before that, we did another one with Braganzi about melodic shapes. Now I'm just looking at the site, or I would never remember this. Um, Dean Brown did one. Will Vinson, Bruce, he did takeoffs and landings. That, that's, right. that's yeah, yeah. Um, you know. We're always doing new ones. Um, we have some ones in the works. Alan Pasqua just did one with us, so we're gonna release that within the next couple weeks. Uh, it's great. Uh, you know, he's a wonderful player. Um, and um, what else? We did we did a few more that are coming out, but you know, we're gonna hit a wall in a few weeks. But because of what happened and the fact that no one can leave their house. But uh, there are people sending us things now, so it is possible. You know, some some of our musicians and our artists are sending us things. Oh, wow! That's cool. How how how? Yeah, but it's yeah. I mean, those guys have they were smart. They like developed technical abilities before. Um, yeah. Before I, I mean, mean, I could never do that. It would be like an iPhone video. You know, if I were oh. to do it. To be honest, iPhones have pretty good video. You know, if you have a new one or a new phone, the, yeah. the video isn't the problem. Um, it's more about the sound of the instrument. So it's important for people to record themselves separately or if they can, you know, just have a, a separate audio rig, mic your guitar up and, you know, something for your voice so you can, so you can hear yourself talk. I mean, if you want to produce it nicely so that people don't get bored of the same angle then yeah you you want the two cameras you know so that you can pan to you can cut to something i mean there's tricks uh obviously if you have the capability we do we do it with a few different cameras uh when we do it often with a guitar video we would have one front facing one on a profile and one on your your neck or your i know i know i know but right now i know you would, you would accept uh just a Bye, one camera good good information if the, if the camera is good enough if it's especially 4k cams a lot of like my phone takes 4k video and it's yeah. actually decent looking if the lighting is good in the room and you have a wide shot of yourself and it's just wide enough so that you can see your head and your guitar and stuff like that if you zoom that it shouldn't look too grainy um yeah able to get a guitar shot and you might be able to get a couple angles out of that you know so yeah. it's you know People, if the information is great, it people will be okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's so. Yeah, I mean, go for it, Bruce. iPhone. 
Kill, kill okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. We're, and we're, wait, going, we're going wait, old and, school. And, and, and some grumps. You have to, you know. Just uh, no, grumps, grumps is too expensive for you, man. <laughs> but I'll much. do it. But I'll be happy to do it. Yeah, grumps is too grumpy. Yeah. Well, well awesome, uh, mate. I'm, uh, I'm excited to get over the site and check out what else I need to go. Every time I go to... Th- sites i always like god i want to learn that i want to learn that i want to learn that and it's just so much damn information i hope we come back again so we can get it right (laughs) well yeah i know i mean email me um you know i'll hook you up with some stuff um but yeah i mean it's yeah i mean in 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 closing this is a trying time you know (laughs) it's uh it sucks you know it's it's a hard time but you know i feel that all, all these things uh, spark really creative people to do amazing things. And, you know, you, you just have to stay safe and weather it out and hopefully come up with some great idea so that if the shit happens next time, and I believe that there will be something, you know, because it just makes sense, you know. Like Trump um, too? Yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. Um, but that can happen. But, uh you know, the there could be a virus or an asteroid could hit the Earth. I mean, who knows? You know, whatever. It does. It, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. It's just real. It's real life. You know, things happen. Next, next so, will be aliens. <laughs> man, that I didn't expect. I wouldn't put my money on aliens. But you know, who knows? Who you knows, know, Area right? 51. That that happened, right? <laughs> yeah, I I believe it all. <laughs> I believe everything they tell me. It's like that guy, and um, you know that what's that show? Uh, the uh, I, what is it? The alien the history one, ancient aliens. Yeah, that dude with the hair. Like, um, I think that you know how everyone on those shows is always a doctor or a physicist or something like that. That they're like, you know, doctor so and so because they want to add legitimacy to you know the whole alien thing. That dude was a sports agent in training. I think. I think he went to college <laughs> for being a sports agent. Wow. And then he became an alien expert. So it's the best thing ever, really. You know, I mean, he just. He has no credentials for being an alien expert. Well, Except- I don't know. Dealing with sports heroes, that's pretty <laughs> much alien, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. All right. Yeah. So everyone go to www.com, mymusicmasterclass.com, right? Mymusicmasterclass.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and check out my videos. And then if, if, if they don't work for you, Check out Scott's, and if they don't work for you, check out mine again because you'll you'll be ready for them. Yeah, and if you play Scott's and Bruce's backwards, you get a special message, and it's not good. It's not <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, really. Don't do that. Uh, Adam, I just want I want to thank you for being such a cool dude to work with all these years and for getting me to put my toe into the 21st century. I'm not so sure I like it, but I with you in it, it makes it better. Oh, thanks, man. That makes me feel warm inside. Awesome. Okay, well, you awesome. know, that in the microwave will get you anything. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, Pretty. big thanks, man. You be safe out there with you and your family and, and all you New-, New Yorkers. We've got a lot of listeners in New York and Brooklyn. We hope you yeah. guys are safe out there. It's, uh, it's a bitch, man. Right now, it's a bitch. And uh, just be safe. Just be safe. And, uh, we'll uh, hopefully talk to you all you guys soon. Bruce, it's always a pleasure. Hey, man, you know, the pressure's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, Thanks. until next episode, this is Guitar Wank signing out. Keep wanking. My Music Masterclass. Adam, thank you.
Thank you, Adam. Bye. See you guys. Bye, guys. Howdy, everybody. I hope you're doing well with your quarantine. Uh, My wife has been calling it the mandemic because she's not used to having me around this much. I think just my blinking my eyes is too loud for her. So great segue to amplifiers, right? Um, Peter Henriksen and Henriksen Amps just contacted me to let me know that he was going to give all us wankers a 10% discount on all his amp products. All you have to do is use the coupon code Bruce Foreman. And uh, I'm sure you all have heard how I believe that this is just a game-changing kind of amplifier. For me, at least, it's made it possible to play gigs, remember those, um, and walk blocks from the car without worrying about your equipment getting ripped off while you're unloading, loading, or getting a ticket and a double parked and all that stuff. And still having a great loud sound when you need it these amps are also great for being around the house they're so portable to move around they've got a a uh, bluetooth function so you could play with the metronome or play with your favorite records or play with backing tracks if you're so inclined it's just great quality stuff and it's it's a game changer so uh, if you're interested in in them Contact Henriksen Amps and give them my name and you'll get a 10% discount. And if you have any questions about the amps, just like using them sound or whatever thing from a player's point of view, please feel free to email me. You all know how to find me or message me on Facebook. So I just wish you nothing but great music, safety, health. We'll get through this and I'm looking forward to seeing you all at a gig soon. All right, everybody. Keep swinging.